You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Richard Donner's Lethal Weapon 2. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme Being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins. Uh, with me here tonight, we have award-winning filmmaker, cinematographer Jared Callen. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate the uh, the, the appropriate title. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, it's good to be back on the podcast. Well, well, I'll try to keep up with it. Thank you, sir. With, with all your ideas, we also have <laughs> award-winning filmmaker DP Mike. Oh, thank you to all my adoring fans and the public who loves me. I love it's been you. A, it's been a long weekend of, of receiving all of the accolades that have been thrust upon Jared and myself, but, you know, it was worth it. But, Brian, you do know that you are award-winning <laughs> filmmaker by proxy. I'm award-winning inside. No, no. <laughs> You're award-winning to me, Brian. That's worse. We couldn't have done. <laughs> oh, what my my fucking opinion doesn't matter. Like, what a like word my, have you my, given him, Jared? My love, my love. I don't award want your. Doesn't... I don't want your sympathy, fucking award. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on a minute. I gave you a chance to fucking edit this fucking picture. I, 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 I was like, yeah. bro, I, yeah. I'm just, I yeah. just really think that you know it'd be really cool. Like, man, I'm so busy, man. I've got this movie I'm doing, and I was like, I understand, I understand. But you know, we, we could, we could probably win if, if you edited it. Edited it. What was that word? That's how I say okay, that. Okay, 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 what? Oh, but also unlike uh, Jerry Goldsmith, did not expect to win. 
Yeah. No, also. Also. <laughs> but just yeah. in case we did show up and accepted our, <laughs> our award money. We were there ready and excited to support the other folks, the fine, fine folks that we worked with. Uh, and no, they were like, you guys were like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're just being modest. We knew we were going to win. <laughs> there right, you go. Right. That's what I want to hear. Okay, yeah, there we <laughs> Give go. Give me the truth. I'm, try, I'm trying to. <laughs> that's right. No, none of the people who went to, the, to that festival actually listened to the podcast, so we can just say, bro, we knew we were going to fucking slay it when the day we walked in. <laughs> like, we walked in like with our heads held high. Show, we showed up fashionably, fashionably fucking late. I made myself look nervous for no fucking reason. I know, because we had to play the game. You're not going to win unless you play the fucking game, and we we did our jobs, and I'm really fucking excited, and it's nice to finally uh, get this off my chest and actually be able to talk openly about uh, this, you know, thing, and I just, I feel so much better, you know, and uh, I'm, I think I'm going to take all this money and, and just, I, I might not see you guys again. Ooh, Jared, that was one of the best performances I've ever seen. <laughs> that should have won a fucking award just now. <laughs> Goddamn. Wasn't fucking nervous. Bullshit. Oh, oh no! Anyways, uh, Lethal Weapon Two. That's right. Let's let's shake it off. Ooh. Possibly mm, mm. one of the best sequels ever made, and we always say that the second one is never as good as the first. But I don't know, guys. I don't. Ah, uh, yeah. No, know. I feel like this is. Um, yeah, I feel like it is. I feel like it is not a better movie, but a more entertaining movie than the okay. First one. Uh, that's that's a fair so articulation. Much. Yeah, I'll accept that. Yeah, the first one feels like a like a like a movie, like a film. You know, like the way it's laid out. Am I right? And the the second one feels like an action film. <laughs> it's it's like so much so an much shit, comedy film. Which yeah, which is really amazing because it actually is really funny. Was the first one funny? I mean, I remember. I remember yeah, being it had humorous. some moments. It definitely had some moments for sure. Yeah, it's definitely not as funny as this though. This is like no. ratcheted yeah. up to the next level. Yeah, and it's 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 a total roller coaster. I mean, you drop right in. And Riggs is losing his shit. You know, I love this job. <laughs> well, they, they played the Looney Tunes music like right before that when the logo yeah. comes yeah, up. They the title movie. I was like, up, wait, bro. what? Like, is there no. some? Is there like Let's, a little short before this? Like, what's no, that's going on? Just because it's Warner Brothers, but uh, you know, uh, we're also letting you know this is about to <laughs> be true. really fun. This did come. That out is a this, perfect oh, way to oh. drop it in, though. That Sorry, point. go ahead. You know, it's, it's, it is the same year as like '89. Uh, uh, you know, like they were they were pushing like uh, Looney Tunes for some reason. You guys remember on the VHS to Batman, they would have that little yes. Daffy Duck, right? What the fuck was that? Get your Warner Brothers uh, baseball cap and your Warner. Yeah, and also Bugs Bunny <laughs> would always come out and like spin the thing around around the the logo and then yeah. like lean on it and stop it. They, they, they were. You know, oh really, yeah, that was a thing for a long time. They're really pushing that. Like a few years. Yeah, I forgot about that. Holy shit. It's the same way when I see the Morgan Creek thing, I always think of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah same music. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. The music shows up in everything, though, man. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it was it, it was like a, what, it was one of those Disney-like uh, advertisements for Blu-ray oh, back in the day. Oh, you're right. You're right. Coming soon to, to, coming soon to video cassette. <laughs> with those like blue with the things floating across yeah man all the time coming soon to home video like they, they, man we don't we don't we don't get those anymore and those used to have to play before the movies especially on something like this and like this is one of those movies where i think i may have seen this this film more than the than the original 
growing up, and I don't know why that is. Maybe this was like a really oh, big HBO yeah. play. Yeah, yeah, dude, this thing was huge. This, I mean, yeah, I didn't even know what Lethal Weapon was, and I knew what this film was. <laughs> yep, yeah, same. I had no idea what the first movie was at all. It wasn't on my radar. I was like fucking four or five when that first one came out. But yeah. this poster was right beside the Batman poster in the theater, and it was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Looks like. And then you you know like you'd see the trailer for it in front of certain movies, and it's like. Okay, I do want to say. Oh, it's just Martin. Uh, this is Martin Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, that, that's a great. That's a great poster with a weird. Uh, what is the tagline? The magic is back, or something like that. Very. <laughs> the magic is back. The original magic, Mike. Wait, what? Yeah, very bizarre. No, no, uh, no. It's it's the magic line. between their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the chemistry between the actors? Let's mm, think about I, this for a second. I don't know, man. They they I don't do know. play off it. There is a whole a whole scene between them in a tub, you know. Yeah, you know, smelling each other's farts. I love it. Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, one of them is naked for it. I'm not going to say which one, but like it's uh, it's a pretty risque scene, you know. Well, you know, in the in the first one, there's also hours. a bathroom scene. They, they 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 like to replicate certain things as far as tone and and theme, and especially like you know, very familiar feeling feeling scenes, but in in a different way. But I mean, isn't that kind of the the nature of a sequel, right? Where you're trying to you, you're trying to recapture the magic of the first one. What are the things that we loved? Well, let's just do those same things again, but in a slightly different way. I can tell you, the one thing we loved is that, like you know oh, that yeah, <laughs> that that one saxophone thing they do. That saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Eric Clapton. Oh man, so fucking good, dude. But uh, but I I love I love at the beginning like like they we 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 just jump straight in. They're 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 in a chase. Uh, you know, uh, we're we're in Roger's brand new fucking car. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's scared to go over sixty. Uh, but I I love them bickering. He was, he was each approaching sixty five, so I don't know. Uh, that's <laughs> a problem, but uh, but I I just love them like bickering, and and it's just like yeah. it's it's yeah. so ridiculous, and they're just like talking over each other, and blah, 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 you know, it, and it's it's just amazing that 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 pops up multiple times in the film, and each time I'm just like wow, I'm just loving this, and I, and I I know it's a lot of nostalgia. But uh, it, man, it, it's it's really really fun. I don't know. I feel like like those kinds of bickering back and forth scenes. That to me feels the most like Dick Donner out, out of most of this this thing. Like because that to me is like his his recurring theme that I see in all of his movies that I've seen. I haven't seen all of his movies. But... People yelling on top of each other his, like in the Goonies. Well, no, his like... his, his <laughs> yes yeah. yes his ability to to create this this sense of of a shared space where like these people have been with each other for like hours on end for years and like they know each other so well like that they care but they also don't give a shit and like they're just gonna be like no this is what we're doing and they're all talking at the same time man it's just you don't see that that much these days like it's it's these days it's like no we have a line that was written and it needs to be heard i agree we're gonna cut it back and forth so you can actually hear it as opposed to like no these motherfuckers like they're just going at it you think it's scripted or they are they improv in all this I think some of the concepts are scripted, but there's a little bit of of ad libbing in the characters. I mean, we we establish in the first one like these guys both have a fantastic chemistry together, and their their ability to just go back and forth is just fantastic. And I, you know, I think that's a collaboration between the three of them. Like 
Danny Glover and and Dick Donner and um, what's his name? The racist. <laughs> Mel Gibson? <laughs> Mel Gibson. There it is. Thank you. Sorry. Brain fart. The racist? Oh, sorry. The, the Jew hater? Is that better? Is that more? Oh, he's also sexist, too. Like, come on. Don't, don't pigeonhole the <laughs> motherfucker. All right? He, he did on. say that that girl should get raped by a pack of... Um, <laughs> Of, um, yeah. <laughs> what the South Africans hate. <laughs> oh, man. Mm, mm. Don't, uh, don't go, don't go around quoting, uh, <laughs> Belief Weapon what is 2. That? Uh, yeah, what is that line? Hold on a minute. Wait, wait, hold a second. Hold a second. I, I wrote this down. Um, <laughs> you talking about that whole scene in the, uh, the consulate or whatever it's called? The, or he's like, he's like, like uh, he's I need like, you to he, talk my friend out of going to South Africa. No, I'm talking about where the where the the, the fucking uh, leader of the damn uh, South African Aryan nation guy. Oh, what do you call him? Like, um, he's like he's like he's like he's like something about the blacks, and he's like he's like they have badges and guns, and they hate us. Like <laughs> oh, that, that's when he's talking to uh, Patsy Kinsey. To the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's just like uh, they hate our know. politics. <laughs> like really. You're just talking about okay. She's like she's like th- she's like I think my fucking boss is a bad guy. Oh no shit! <laughs> <laughs> what tipped you off? Oh, that's interesting. Brand new information. <laughs> you guys were talking about the the chemistry between the the two leads and uh, and Joe Pesci. I, I I think that I think that they were it, that works like it always does. But I, I think the real charm is all the the supporting characters that are able to riff off that and support that throughout the movie. Because yeah. otherwise. I think this this series, Lethal Weapon, in terms of buddy cop, this to me stands above things like Rush Hour, because in Rush Hour, mm-hmm. to me, you have Jackie Chan and, and Chris Tucker, and they have great chemistry, and they're holding the movie, and everybody else around them kind of sucks, or they're not yeah. as good, yeah. or a couple of them are, but it's not it's not the same thing. Like when you're talking about that car chase, I love that mm-hmm. car chase because the first time you cut in, cut into the the precinct, you have the guys that are betting. And then, like, they yeah. find out, like, one of them yeah. is in, uh, Murtaugh's in the station, the station wagon. wagon. He's like, oh, no, I'm not taking the bet. No, no, no fuck. I didn't know about that. Fuck that. B- bet's off. Yeah. yeah it's- but, but I was going to say, I, I do need you to, like, hold your horses on Gentile, though. I mean, he was pretty excellent. What? Wait on who? In, in rush hour. You were, like, everybody around. <laughs> I mean, he's okay. He's, he's just kind of a nameless bad guy. I mean, I, know, I was making a joke. He's, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, drop the gun. Fight like a man. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> woo. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, all, like everything in this movie, like it, all of the all of the stars, like all of the chemistry, everything works. And oh you yeah, feel the fun Dude. from everybody, and, and and you 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 feel you feel the love of everybody. Like, you know, I love all the scenes with the family. I mean, it's been I mean, with yeah. the, the quintessential condom uh, commercial scene. Best guys is. in the movie. Everybody's yeah. so fucking excited for it. Oh, and he man. Just like, he's like, look at my baby. Isn't she beautiful? Isn't she beautiful? <laughs> man, and the callback to that when fucking Joe Pesci's like, no, 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 you got to watch this commercial. Watch this this, oh, yeah, this she makes girl's me, body is just she, crazy. She makes me want to go buy rubbers. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, stop talking. <laughs> the, the repair guy that's like <laughs> putting together his garage. What? I thought... That she was terrific. Makes me want to go buy rubbers. I can buy rubbers right now. <laughs> Mel Gibson's reaction to that comment is priceless. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I love I love Riggs in that though. He's like he's like human development. What? Like when you find oh, out, he finds out about, yeah. Oh yeah, it's Murtaugh. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like uh, he's like George home. And he's like he's like but sir. He's like George. I have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. 
It's so fucking great. It's all right, though. If it's an old gun and he's a really bad shot. <laughs> Man, yeah, there, there's a lot of great lines in this. Yeah, all those scenes are, like, super great. But it's really weird, speaking of the house, that when we introduce that, it's Murtaugh showing Riggs his new, like, hobby room. But, like, isn't Riggs over all the time? Wouldn't he have already seen this? Yeah. That is- Especially with how, how far it is in being built. It's audience exposition and they need to set up yeah. the nail gun death yeah, yeah. setting it, up the nail gun is is the whole point of that entire scene for sure well i get it but i'm just saying it, it, it just felt that felt a little yeah. forced exposition um forced exposition a good is a good word for it like those those are the kinds of scenes where it seems like can't you just be like oh remember how i've been telling you about it and you haven't been here for a second like well this is what it looks like now or some sort of like description of like well yeah no you guys were here for the first movie so you're expecting this and you're aware of it but anybody knew like i mean i I guess that's a hard line to you know sort of tell and and do it in a subtle unconscious way but it's forgivable i think it's it's heavy-handed but you know it, it 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 moves the story along I, I mean, I always like it because of an audience. It catches us up with where we left our characters off. And it's the right, first no time doubt. we get to see Murtaugh with his family again. Which, can, yeah. can we say, like, how fucking nice is it to see a goddamn cop, like, actually have a functioning home life? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And also, like, damn, how does he afford that house? What does his wife do? They actually like, answer that in the, <laughs> in the third film. Oh, really? Yeah, in the third movie, okay. his wife writes, like, uh, steamy, like, uh, romantic bestsellers. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay, good, because, yeah, it's pretty insane, because Riggs is living in a fucking... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in yeah, a bubble home, in an yeah, amazing location, though. Yeah, dude, the fucking... Yeah. He spent all the money on the goddamn property <laughs> well that's assuming that he owns anything around where he lives and he's not just like dude even if he had a rare god he's got like the whole cove to himself oh yeah, totally man. but i'm saying like if you're living in a fucking camper like there's an implication that you're just kind of squatting and you're just there and no one actually either knows or cares that you're there i don't know if that's how that works don't you gotta like hook up plumbing and stuff in those get somebody to come run a sewage line out for you no man you just gotta dump it every now and then I mean, that's a good point, Brian. That's, yeah, I'm next to the ocean. <laughs> he's, he's got a pipe that he's like buried in the sand that runs out into the ocean. Bro, I mean, he's rain. got a whole I fucking totally like. <laughs> he's he's got a whole like trap door for his dog, so it wouldn't surprise me if he just like yeah, there it is. If it gets backed up, it's okay. Just take the stick, the shovel, scoop it out, and we'll go bury it in the sand like cats. That's that's why he drinks beer in the morning instead of water because he doesn't actually have his water hooked up. Because he likes the uh, taste. I mean, he's like, I just, got beer. Nice, I just got beer. That's fine. He likes a nice beer in the morning. Come on, man. <laughs> nice breakfast beer. Us and Johnny Cash. Watching some uh, Three Stooges and, uh, you know, paying the uh, paying the rent with uh, some cougar hands. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how they, uh, <laughs> when they start betting, the cougar hands come out as payment. Yes, yes. And he's like, you can't do that. What are you doing? That's a nice touch. Evidence. <laughs> yeah, they don't call AI. It's not a huge thing. It's just like, ah, okay, yeah. you know. I'm sure it's some fucked up shit you have to talk to cops about sometimes. Look, here goes a fresh $100 bill. It just ended up in my pocket. I don't know how it got there. Oh, speaking of the money, I love the scene where they go into the, the thing and, and then they're like, oh, what is all this shit? And it comes out and they're like, holy shit, it's fucking Fort Knox. And there's like all this money in there. Yeah, he, he ups it by tenfold like three times, thousands, millions. Oh, billions. <laughs> and then he pulls out that one fucking stack. This stack in my hand could put all my kids through college. 
Yeah, that was kind of weird because most of all the the big bricks, they all had twenties, but he happened to pull a uh, the random stack of thousand dollar bills out, and I had to um, I had to look up and see when when thousand dollar bills were still around. Were they ever <laughs> around? Yeah, thousand dollar bills. Uh, they had thousands. At, at, upon researching this, they used to have five hundred dollar bills, thousand dollar bills, and then it went up to uh, ten thousand dollars. And in even in even one hundred thousand dollars. Wait, hold bills. on. Actual in Shut circulation, not up. like actual what actual in circulation. Have, uh, yep, that, yep. And this was all like the early like nineteen uh, hundreds. Because those billionaires just got tired and, of carrying uh, around like giant the, cases right. of the, their cash. The larger like, bills went one. away, uh, except for the thousand dollar bill and the five hundred dollar bill, which both went out of circulation in nineteen sixty nine. Wow. Whoa, bro, it got blown out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> I think it's really weird that that there were that many thousand dollar bills still circulating in what in what was that nineteen eighty nine? Yeah. Wasn't it eighty nine? Yeah. So it's thirty years later and there's still a stack of thousand dollar bills. Well, they had all the ones around. that were left in circulation. Obviously. But that also amount of money, which is really cool, like um, because you know at the end of the first lethal weapon, we have this awesome fight in rain, right? And it, it, or it's it's like it's like you know water shooting up from a yeah a, a from the fire yeah, engine. That's what it was, right? And it's super sexy. And in this one, we have this awesome fight in piles of money because this one had a bigger budget. <laughs> <laughs> no, they literally made it rain. <laughs> Fucking no, they, money they, they, while they, they were like, in their no, final fight like, scene. He's like, no, 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 no. We're going to fight in money. We're going to fight in money. $1,000 bills. I'd like the fight scene in the first one better, though, man. I agree. This one felt a I, little... I like, also you know, agree. Yeah. Yeah. I will say the the fucking knife that gets thrown into Mel Gibson's leg. Ooh. That, oh, is, that is so awesome. Man. I have you no idea the how they fucking, fucking did that. Fight. Dude, yeah. and, it's, and it Same. sticks in his leg for, like, you know, the first third of the fight, and it's, like, it's so fucking cool. Dude, and he's rolling around on it. Like, how yeah. did you not, like, shove that completely through your leg? Oh, like, well, what the uh, hell? Gr- Griggs, it was stuck in the bone. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's why he, it, so it was really hard for him to pull it out. Um, how did they get the fucking shot, though, where it goes into his fucking legs, bro? It literally, there's a shot. I rewound it, yeah. like, four times because I was like, did they reverse this shot? But it starts on the, on the side of this fucking rail car. Mel Gibson comes around the corner, and the camera follows him. Mel Gibson's walking toward us. He turns around, grabs a magazine out of his back pocket, puts, gets ready to put it in his gun, and this knife comes and sticks <laughs> into the back of his leg, dude, and like yeah. makes contact. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? How did this happen? <laughs> they, they threw a knife and stuck it in his leg, dude. Did you see the length of the blade on that thing? Like, I, did, it, it, that's how it looks. It looks like they had like maybe like a piece of wood or something, and they had someone like throw a knife at him. I don't know how the fuck they did it, but it's amazing. I don't either. It blew my fucking mind. I, I must have watched that shot like five or six times, just being like, "God, what a bunch He's, of badasses!" Riggs is such a Riggs himself is such a badass because yeah. Yeah, like he he's just gonna like jump out of a car and run and like you know it doesn't matter if he's driving away. Yeah, um, no. he's, Riggs is chasing him on foot. Right, he, he's 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 balls to the wall. <laughs> he can take that knife to the fucking leg, Get in the car, Riggs, and still kick your ass. But also, like, okay. Okay, okay. Riggs and I both. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, uh, okay. okay, okay, okay. okay. R- R- Riggs and I both share uh, uh, like a similarity. You know, we're both award-winning filmmakers, and um, 
<laughs> I, I was, you know, talking about Mel Gibson, obviously. obviously uh, that's obviously, the only. That's obviously. the only way we're descent. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say you're a crazy misogynistic. Uh, I'm also a crazy misogynist. Uh, you know, <laughs> asshole. No, no, no. <laughs> like I can't even say the R word. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, anyways. Riggs can dislocate his shoulder, and my right shoulder also dislocates sometimes. And I will tell you, that is probably the most painful shit besides heartache that I've gone through. Uh, so, um, <laughs> some real fucking talk right there. <laughs> no, that, that, that's uh, that's how award-winning filmmakers use uh, metaphors and adjectives. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to paint the scene. Um, so, um, <laughs> oh, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> That's because you're also an award-winning filmmaker. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, <laughs> this is this is why you don't win that many awards, Jerry. I know, man. <laughs> I know. I'll, just, I'll never let it go. They're like, fuck. Never give him another one. God damn. Like, <laughs> just won't shut the fuck up. Like, damn. Actually, I never win awards, so it's very rare. <laughs> We're all proud of you. Thank you. God, I can stop talking about it now. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, back to the shoulder thing. I think that's a cool thing. That, that's a that's a thing you do in movies. You like you know you set something up and you make it feel real cute at the beginning. I'm like, oh, this is a really yeah, cool scene. Yeah, and then sure. you then then you bring it back later as as a big plot point, and you're like, holy shit, I remember it from earlier. Fuck, I love this movie. This is and great. Then you- <laughs> and then you make sure to do it while while the woman that you've been fucking for like seven times is also dead right next to you. Dude, we haven't got to this awesome sex scenes and we're going to get there. <laughs> uh, weird positions, decent lighting. I like it. Uh, but uh, we'll get there. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is like, but actually, we'll, yeah, we'll go straight to that scene. So like, you know, he, he's, he, he's, he's under... <laughs> uh, right, I know. I'm all over the fucking place. You are, bro. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's drinking coffee here? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody in hours. It's making me fucking really, listen, really. Listen, the, it's the seventh inning stretch, but you're only at the fourth inning, okay? That's okay, copy happening. that. But what I'm saying about the the, uh, the shoulder thing, like, like he, he plays it pretty well having a dislocated shoulder, but for some reason he can dislocate his shoulder, come out of a straitjacket underwater while still holding his breath, realize that the girl he's just been banging for like seven hours is over here dead, and he can use that shoulder and swim really well <laughs> over there for a minute <laughs> until he like comes back up and he's like, oh, that's right, my shoulder's dislocated. <laughs> a little crazy. That's not how shoulders work. But uh, yeah, he does make it look painful, though, having to reset it. And he that's does. the worst, he the worst way. The worst way to reset a shoulder is to slam it into a wall <laughs> or a car or a person. <laughs> I don't know, Jared. I, I, I like this thing. I, I like the uh, the shoulder getting dislocated. It's probably the most cliched, rememberable moment from Lethal Weapon. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this moment is carried over to both the sequels. And uh, what was it? Uh, I was watching something that referenced it. Oh, it's fucking uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Kong. Really? Yeah. King Kong gets his oh, shoulder yeah, dislocated, yeah, 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 yeah. and he uses a building to pop it back in, just like and he Mel slams it. it into yes, there? I shit you not, yep. bro. Yep. Dude, 100%, 100%. I'm going to tell you right now. Every time my shoulder dislocates, I never want to slam it into something. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like, please, you're like, don't fucking touch mm, me. Please don't fucking touch this me. This hurts so <laughs> much. <laughs> What's the best way to put this uh, back? I'm not. Let's make it I'm hurt not. more. Like mm. yet another way, I'm not like Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's right. Let's uh, keep making these uh, distinctions known. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that I've walked really close to the edge, let's take it back a little bit. I don't need to handcuff you away from that, huh? But but is this the first? Was there a shoulder dislocation in the first movie? No, no, there wasn't. Okay, so no. this this is the origination of uh, the uh, yeah. the origin of that. No, they just yeah. made him psychotic in the first one. But it, it is such a great thing. I, I love I love the scenes in the actual. Um, at the police station, where you know you you you're feeling the camaraderie of all these guys. You have you have Dean, a young Dean Norris, mm. which is really interesting to see him. He he was he's uh, Hank from um, Breaking Bad. Wait, what? Wait, wait, what? He's the guy. He, he's he's one of the yeah, main. No, he's one of the I main totally cop didn't guys, recognize and, him and as Hank. Yeah, his his voice is different. He's the one that holy he's shit. the one that gets everybody killed at the poker game. He goes is, and like it, gets it, a. What's the bomb? Totally is. Oh my god. Was was what the bomb the in the fuck? refrigerator? It, yeah, I don't, yeah. When he went for the booze, that's when I didn't know if it was a refrigerator open. or if it was like a jukebox or something. Because they're like, "Hey, turn the music up," and he's like, "Okay, I will." I thought he was going for a beer. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah, like, it he's looked going like for the, a beer. the beer fridge for sure. Man, they took motherfuckers out in this movie. They didn't give a yeah. fuck, man. <laughs> Dude, they they killed a motherfucker on a diving board. <laughs> Best cast from Aliens. Yes, that's yeah. I knew I recognized her, dude. Yeah, I was man. like, holy shit, she looks so familiar. But that's where it is. Yeah, that's where it's from it's crazy. It's the crazy hair. And uh, yeah. the first South African guy that Riggs and uh, Murtal are chasing around—that's Drake from yeah. Aliens. And he's also. Oh my god! Oh, well, we we just referenced a movie. We we're just talking. Oh, it's um, Rush Hour. He's the FBI agent with the uh, in, in Rush Hour. I don't remember him in that for some reason. I'm not. I'm not clicking that scene. I think it's Rush Hour. Anyway, maybe he's not in Rush Hour. I've got to look. Which this scene up. is it? I have a photographic memory with Rush Hour. I just need the you to FBI, tell me what the scene FBI, it was. The FBI, <laughs> the FBI guy, the the FBI. Oh, that, that doesn't fucking help me. <laughs> There's only two FBI guys in the whole movie. For some reason, my brain is going uh, <laughs> to fucking Die Hard when you say FBI guy Johnson Johnson. Um, oh, maybe that wasn't him. But anyway, definitely from Aliens. Two people from Aliens. Yeah, amazing. But yeah, what a crazy like you know. Okay, I get it. The cops are definitely going to go, and they're either going to change the radio station or they're going to drink a beer. Totally fine. But does this woman use her fucking diving board every day? I mean, they, there's one line between her and her husband that implies that she does like swim all the time. She's like, She's like I'm going to squeeze in a quick swim before work. Like whatever she, however she said it, like I'm going to swim before work. Like he's like, don't you have to go? She's like literally already in her fucking swimsuit. Like yeah. I think diving boards are, are kind of cool, you know, but I, it's not something that you want to do a lot because, like, once you jump back in and then you got to, like, swim over to the edge and then climb your fat ass out and then jump back up there again and then jump. I don't know. that You can only do dive a couple times, right? What? That's something. <laughs> are you talking about? What do you mean you can only dive a couple times? What? I don't know, Brian. Like, you know, do you Tell really that get to it? every do, kid do, that I've ever known. Do you really like, get ever? in and out that many times? Yes. Yes. <laughs> But also, I'm glad Jerry's laughing at his own. Thing. <laughs> he can't even can't even finish his statement. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. The, give the diving board the old in out in out. <laughs> I heard they were legal, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that joke would be even better oh, if that was in reference to a Roman Polanski film. <laughs> Whoa, was there a diving board in that story? I don't know, but there was a pool. There was a pool, but anytime you bring up pools, Brian definitely thinks about Roman Polanski. <laughs> what? I don't know. I was wondering how you came to, came to Roman Polanski. 
What? For real? Because he, he raped that little girl by the, the, the pool? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I was not aware of that part of the story. Uh, oh, did it have it by sense. a pool? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, was it? Fucking Angelica Houston's fucking pool. Wasn't it, wasn't it like wow. at her fucking house? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Or at wow. like Jack's house or her and Jack's house. I don't know. Whatever. We need to call James Young and get his opinion on it. <laughs> God damn it! There's some he- there, there's an Easter egg for the podcast. <laughs> Go back and dig at the uh, Alan Quartermain of the Lost City of Gold. There's some real good gold in there. <laughs> Is there or that just more like... than there was in the movie? Huh? No, we went on a total Roman Polanski fucking like tangent in in that podcast, which is really insane. Let the motherfucker make movies from jail. The end. He <laughs> <laughs> makes good movies. Yeah, Ninth Gate's great. Wow, of all the classics. <laughs> I That's know, right? I'm gonna, pu- I'm gonna pull okay. that one out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he really captures anybody's performance until he starts working with Johnny Depp. Then it's just magic. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Fuck you, Tim Burton. Just really, just really into engravings, <sighs> cinematic gold. <sighs> are we at break here? I, I, like I think we, we have reached. <laughs> All right, we're gonna play the trailer for Richard Donner's Lethal Weapon Two, and we'll be back. Who is? Police, open up. How do I know you're the police? After I shoot you through the door, you can examine the bullet. Open up. Mel Gibson. Danny Glover. Come on, let's go, Rod. Oh, no, we shouldn't go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, Rod. Don't be a killjoy. Come on, we're back. We're bad. You're black. I'm mad. Come on, man. Hey, 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 listen. If we're going, shouldn't I have a gun? No. no. Now, get ready for something lethal. I'm surprised you haven't heard about me. You know, I got a bad reputation. I mean, sometimes I just go nuts like now. <laughs> because the magic Gun! is back. Watch out the window, Are you all right now? Yeah, I'm okay. Where were you, man? You're my partner or what? Why didn't you follow me down? Yeah, why didn't you follow him down? Shut up! I'm seven floors up! Lethal Weapon 2. You go first. I'm really chill for this. You go first. I'll cover you. Eeny, meeny, Good police work, officer. Come on. No. Back to my place. Hey, I'll even cook. You're lucky. I have to live with that. You're not gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. No, there's not enough room. You were right, you know. Yeah, there, there wasn't enough room. Lethal Weapon 2. This time, they're not taking any crap. Just get off me, man. I don't want anybody to see us like that. <laughs> And we're back. That was a trailer for Richard Donner's Lethal Weapon 2. That made this look like a comedy. <laughs> it oh, is a that... comedy. Come on. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that trailer was as good as the uh, Lethal Weapon, the first one. This was less of a good trailer. No, oh, I like the, uh, I don't know, I like the names that they have like on, uh, coming up, uh, being projected over the gun as it's coming yeah. down. That's cool. Very James Bond-like. Oh, yes, the titles in the trailer were good, but the trailer itself was not great. This nah, whole movie is, is very James Bond. It's got some James Bondy shit going on, you know? Especially with, like, the, are you just talking about all, like the one-liners? No, I'm just or talking the about the very like, attractive Bond girl. Both. No, the, the girl and then like the fucking, like the damn lair for the damn villains. <laughs> <laughs> the house uh, on the, stilts. The, the house on stilts, the fucking fish tank. Like, uh,. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah! Killing a dude on plastic. I, I love, I love that oh, scene. The guy the walks plastic. in. He's well, like, we're, he's like, we're painting. Yeah, we're, we're, just we're mind, mind the wet paint. Don't lean against the wall. 
And then, like, later, a blonde fucking Hitler dude is, uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm just checking to see if I'm standing on plastic. Yeah, he's like, is there plastic? <laughs> like, How pissed fuck, are man. you? I don't even know the one to plastic. <laughs> I don't even know that guy's name, man. Fucking Mel Gibson calls him uh, fucking Adolf so much in the movie. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah it's fucking funny. And, and the other guy, you know, he, he tells him instead of his name, he calls him Aryan. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. The master race. Yeah. Oh no! What what did he say? He had something. It was um, who Hans? No, Franz. he made a. He, I, I, it was only on my second. It was only on my second viewing that I caught this, um, and it was really fucking funny. Oh, at the end of that, at, where, where he's walking, he shot the uh, he shot the uh, the uh, the fish tank, and they're all running around like freaking out, trying to pick up the fish and shit. And then uh, Riggs is like walking out, and he's like, "Big smile." Big smile, and he's like, like it's like, like he's saying Zig Heil, and he's like, he's doing, he's doing the Hitler thing, and he's like, big smile, big smile. <laughs> Man, the minute you you even talk about that scene, it's like, oh wait, I do know that character's name because right after that, the guy's like, Fawcett, Fawcett, come here and pick up the fish. <laughs> come here, come here, come and see here. Man. Oh, man, there's so many great moments in this fucking movie, man. I mean, just the hell the whole the whole drive-through fucking thing. You know, uh, I was yeah, trying to look they at fuck you in the drive-through. They fuck you in the drive-through. You know why they fuck you in the drive-through? I was trying to find it in the commentary or somewhere online. Like, how did how the fuck did they get away with showing the subway logo? And then they get into the car. They have subway sandwiches, and then they I have talk. an answer for that, Brian. I'm listening. You're- Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You keep oh, okay. no, so no, no. The, the answer, my my guess on that is, is that because Subway doesn't have a drive-through. See, that's Inaccurate. the only thing I can Inaccurate. think of. <laughs> they do. Subway is a franchise-owned store, and some of the stores definitely have drive-throughs. It was really weird to see a Subway. I wasn't expecting to see a Subway. Um, they they do let you know instantly to not have the tuna sandwich at the Subway. Oh, don't all, ever get tuna from Subway. Already knew that. <laughs> when you look down and you see that gray water floating on top of the tuna salad, yeah, no, it's not. Definitely great, don't want the tuna salad. But yeah, I've never seen. And I was actually going to bring that up. Like, like, have you ever seen a subway with a drive-through? No, I haven't. I've never seen that, man. Most definitely, yeah. It does not exist to, in the uh, southern part of the United States. You need to be able to pick States. the black olives that you want on your sandwich <laughs> because they're sandwich <laughs> artists. Wait a minute, you're like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want that black olive. Uh, no, 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 the one to the left, left side. No, no, my because left. That side, no, no, that side has been contaminated by pickle juice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was also very interested to see that this was the part of uh, you know Subway shows up in a movie called Coneheads. And uh, oh, you know, yeah. my mom was the only other person I've seen take a sandwich like that. Um, <laughs> really bad but it, CGI. Right oh, there. my God. The worst CGI. ILM did not create that Subway sandwich. <laughs> it's for Coneheads. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, in the Conehead, Coneheads era Subway uh, cameo, that's when Subway used to dig the trench. Oh, yeah. But I did that, notice that in this film, the Subway sandwiches are just split down the side. So they had already switched from the trench well in that, the Subway. That must be uh, indicative of its lack of Subway authenticity because Subway did not change their trench to side cutting until like uh, 2000, 2001, something like that. Are you kidding me? Pretty oh, sure. Well, Lethal Weapon 2 came out before Coneheads, though. 
Did it really? Yeah, Coneheads is a 90s film. Oh, you're right. Yeah, dude, that was like 93, 94, somewhere around that time Maybe period. Maybe Subway started with the side cut, and then they went to the trench, and then like, yeah, this is fucking stupid, and they went back, because we had to like, <laughs> dig, out, dig out the bread, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember them doing that? They cut the V down the middle, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like no. and, and they put this little piece of bread on top, and you're yes. like, What's the, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> My first job was at Subway. Oh, really? And, so uh, you definitely know. You were a sandwich artist, huh? I was. I was a sandwich artist. <laughs> Did you have to go to sandwich school? <laughs> no, no. I just you know, artist. No. no, but the uh, the the manager that I had, he had been there for like six or seven years when I started when oh I was like God. fifteen, sixteen. He's like, you wouldn't he believe was, the trenches we have to dig. Like, <laughs> he was like, oh yeah, man, we have, used to have to do the trenches, and now we don't anymore. And man, we used to have to fight in the trenches. But he was bro. the one, like, if you were like, hey, give me a trench, he knew how to do it because he had been doing it for fucking forever. Like, yeah, you're still working at Subway. Cool, cool. Wow, man, kind of blows my mind. It kind of blows my mind that, that before. So maybe those weren't real Subway sandwiches. Mm. I don't know. Don't get the tuna head Subway. Yeah, don't, don't especially in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to get the Albacore. tuna because yeah, Albacore. dolphins get caught in the nets, man. I, I agree, that, you know, but I think the Albacore tuna tastes better anyways. Right? Look, it's a win-win then. Right. Exactly. But I think a little dolphin every now and then. Maybe we'll spice it up. You, you get dolphin-free tuna. They get to say thanks for all the fish. You know, I, I like it when you can throw like your little uh, liberal uh, commentaries and your big budget action <laughs> Reagan era what, what fucking was this, what, movie, what bro. Was this, yeah, what was right. the sign so that weird. Riggs was holding up? Oh, uh, in uh, part free South now, Africa, right? and the free apartheid now. Yeah, 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 and the apartheid now. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's a political issue. It's so weird. It's like. It's South Africa, like, let's end the apartheid, and then we're having these cops going around just shooting people without, <laughs> like, even identifying themselves. And when you watch this movie today, it's kind of like, huh. This movie kind of seems like it's at conflict with itself, but I remember when this came out. This was just big budget. I mean, th- this was like a superhero movie. Like, yeah. what we think of Marvel films today, this was just a big budget, fun movie. It, it, it's really weird to, like, dissect and just unpack the messaging today yeah because it's a lot of it's not relevant to to now well i mean well i mean like the idea behind like you know we we don't want to treat people differently because of you know race and class and all that other stuff that's still relevant today yeah but then also like with george floyd and like you know we're talking about police violence and riots and things like that that have happened (laughs) and that both of these things are existing in this film (laughs) but brian but to be fair they're not cops at the moment. Riggs said, Raj, I'm not a cop right now. And then he said, it, It's fucking personal. It's fucking personal. And Murtaugh uh, took his badge I, off and put it in his drawer before he even left yeah, the precinct. But, but, but Riggs, Riggs was what he was trying to say was like, Look, bro, I fell in love with this girl for some reason like, really fast. We've oh. been fucking all afternoon. <laughs> and I just like, for some reason, walked around a beach holding her body. <laughs> Yeah, it, it circles. That was such a weird thing. He's like, I'm just gonna sit like, here pacing while holding. Like, a what dead is body. happening? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is happening? And like, okay, and the whole throwaway line, like, 
you know, I killed your wife, right? Like what? Like, no, no, no. Okay, no, I, I like that. I think that works. You, you thought that was cool? I think like, that's amazing, man. I like that. It, it's it's the same thing as like Die Hard Three, where it's like Jeremy Irons is fucking uh, what's his name's brother, um, Alan Rickman. Uh, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's yeah. like or Hans Gruber. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. No, 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 I, I get that. I, I just thought the my biggest thing with with the new girl and all that it was like how quickly he seemed to fall in love with her and also yeah. is it or, or or is he so distraught because he found out that it's tied to his his wife i hope it's that one because if it's not then it's just like he's i don't know it, i just hated him carrying her dead body around on the uh, beach yeah, yeah, like, like that was so much man for sure it, it is awkward it, it's it's too much and on top of that it's it it does make you identify it more with with her at that moment as opposed to the the wife that died in the car crash you know that he was suicidal for in the first movie i feel like that yeah. is the exactly. connection yeah. and that, that's why i hate it so much and it's just like it, it just takes me out of the movie and i don't know but well maybe the filmmakers thought that that like if if he because he found out about his wife then he's going to have this like come apart then maybe that makes her death less important like like he's going to push her to the side just like, you know, like, oh, I just had the whole afternoon with you, even though I fucking drug you from the fucking supermarket. You know, I was like, I was like, it's like, no, bitch, you're coming with me. We're going to look, I'm going to cook you dinner. Like, you know, and then dumps her fucking basket out on the floor. He basically like, you know, kidnapped her and brought her to her death. But she got, you know, got a whole great afternoon or, you know, 12 hours of loving out of the deal. Well, well Patsy Kinzick was supposed to actually uh, die. Uh, no, she was supposed to live in the original script. Um, really? Yeah, there's a deleted uh, alternate scene. Um, of course, they couldn't use it because it's like her helping with like Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, right. wow. And they had to completely cut it out of the movie because like well, she's dead. And Richard well, you, Donner you, decided you, that like halfway through filming. Well, they decided not to kill Riggs, and you know the rule. Like when there's death, there has to be death. So they just had to kill her <laughs> instead. Um, that rule you know, never because, makes sense. Because, God damn it. Because when someone... <laughs> You know, if someone was supposed to die and then you they don't die, then someone else has to take the take the hit. Oh, is this the one where we reference other movies and then apply <laughs> it to this movie? I'm just trying to make sure that the listeners are following along. Um. Callbacks. <laughs> Hope somebody's following along because I don't know. <laughs> I'm tracking with you, Jared. No, I th- okay. I, I don't think they necessarily like fell in love so crazy fast there's there's like at least three different scenes where like they're making eyes at each other Bro, and like she's turning not, and watching him while she's not waiting hold for the, a woman the, in your arms like freaking yeah. out like walking in circles well, like, like he's fucking Frankenstein. how strong are, how strong are you bro like <laughs> yeah no he was definitely holding her like she was like she weighed about 40 pounds yeah, and not like, like man the, i couldn't even carry like a case of 36 of, yeah. waters in the house like that for that long like <laughs> yeah for sure you have you never know, you're like stretching the plastic out on the sides, no, but you know, and you're I struggling mean, with it. Like you know, <laughs> so Jared, you got to be really distraught before you carry that big thing of water. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> this water could have been my lover, but instead, <laughs> I'm just gonna drink her. <laughs> no, not my best no, friend died. He, I'm gonna carry water bottles. <laughs> I think he's definitely projecting all of his frustration from the last four years onto to this actual tangible thing. Uh, I think for the most part, for like they, yeah, they could have expanded a little bit more. They could have had another couple lines of expositional dialogue, but like 
uh, they decided they wanted to show, you know, people having sex instead of like people getting emotionally closer together instead. And yeah, so that's what they did. positions looked know? weird, didn't they? <laughs> didn't they? Like, but like, you know, he's underwater and <laughs> yeah. he's, he's like thinking about how much his shoulder hurts. And like, there she is. She's dead. So now I'm going to be distraught because I just found out who killed my wife. And it's all the things all at the same time. I, I love the suspension of, of, of like, I guess the suspension of disbelief, but there's so much shit in this that's like realistic, but there's so much that's like hyper realistic or like or like really cartoony. Like when he goes underwater, it's like lit. <laughs> it's lit like yeah, crazy under there. Yeah. And then, and then you know, and then there's also a scene where somebody's coming out of the water or whatever, and then like the the water behind them. Yeah. Is there is there a scene that's where the same where Murtaugh, scene? That's the Murtaugh, same yeah, scene. No. Like, but, but yeah, the water he comes behind up and the light, the water behind, behind him the is, is like is completely lit. completely bright. Completely bright. Yeah. And I was like, and what's weird about that is I have a very vivid memory of that as a kid, like th- seeing that and going, oh, that's kind of weird. Like, like there's this light under under the water, but but it, it it works. You don't like question. Oh, the same reason. Like when the fucking car like flies out of the fucking like the <laughs> container and explodes. Yeah. Like what the fuck was that? Is this exploding money? Um, <laughs> Wait, it didn't actually explode, does it? It's just no. There's a fucking fireball that goes off when. Well, when that it car... did run into like two metal doors that were bolted together. Yeah, I thought those so. were supposed to be like some just sparks from the doors blowing open. It didn't look like it was a fireball. It's too much, man. <laughs> it's a fucking '80s action movie, bro. This is not fucking goddamn Commando. Fucking too much. There were stacks <laughs> on stacks of cocaine. There was fucking billions of dollars worth of hundred dollar bills, y'all. Like there's plenty of things to blow up in that. But what I'm saying container. is, it, 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 it's so it's so ridiculous. But like you don't you don't really like it. it, it it's it's awesome. No, is what I'm saying. No, yeah. and and it. it cuts so fast to like just the fucking rain of of money that's like sitting on top of the water. That like even those bad guys were like. Should I just jump jump in and just like start raking money in? Because like so, I could, like, I could take like some money. of that and then leave, and like I wouldn't have to do this shit anymore. They had just lost like an entire like carload of fucking gold coins, and now all their money goes into the drink. You know, they're like, they're like, damn it! <laughs> I did, I did appreciate that. That like, <laughs> the guy just looks and he's like, our money, yeah, our money. <laughs> But you know, and, and we talk about the callbacks. But like when, when that at the very beginning, when those uh, coins come out, I, I love the argument they're having right there. He's like, "Where, where the fuck were you?" He's like, "He's like, he's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he, he, said, he said, you go on three. He's like, we always go on three. He's like, but <laughs> they're just like, wait, and on like the three other or after three. But I love how the other cops are coming on the scene and they're not even yeah. really addressing them or even yeah. like making, nobody cares. like nobody, nobody gives a cares. fuck. These two guys are just <laughs> losing their shit on each other. They're screaming. <laughs> they're, yeah, you know, they're like it's just fucking Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah, guys. exactly. Like, right. Wait, wait. Did unhinged. you did you have Riggs and Murtaugh or did you have the other guys? Oh, you got it. All right, cool. And then you get. <laughs> but when those gold coins popped out of that trunk. Did anybody else think that they were like? I didn't see any like markings on them. They just look like like perfect the, the shine of them. No, they they have they're actually marked. Are they? Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, it, was, it yeah it, it just looked it looked weird. It's like they were just like like little slugs of gold, you know, that kind of came all out. I love how that's lit, man. Oh, it's it, dude. This film is really pretty. The oh, stuff fuck yeah, it is. is. Yeah, it is. They they lit the shit out of this movie. It it looks really really good. And they, they, there's even a scene, uh, like the scene where um where Riggs goes in and he's like and he's like you know sometimes I get crazy and he's in the office and it's right before he shoots the fucking the uh, the fish tank that's broadside lit and I love that like on that I, I normally don't like 
things lit like that but for some reason in that scene that shot right there is so fucking good i mean you've you've made a lot of cases for like you can change it for, change the lighting setup for a close-up and like nobody will notice but like we've seen that office like four or five times at this point by the time right. this scene happens right and like there's it's heavily established that there's light coming in from that left side as you're looking through the door and there's like four giant beams of light and then there's a little bit of subtle glow from where the fish tank is and so like i feel like at this point like we've seen what the lighting is and so you could basically do anything and if they wanted to make it a little bit more you know noirish with a little bit more contrast they could have but they were just like no it's fucking lit and like so let's just do a turnaround and we'll get what it is and and he just fucking sells it with his great acting and I love the way that the lighting is when uh, when uh, the nail gun scene where he has to fight the guys off with the yes. nail guns. Oh, that's very The lighting in there is so yes. good, man. It's so fucking good. But will you die that quick just getting shot a few times in the chest with some nails? Three fucking two-inch nails into your goddamn heart? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you would. Yeah, he got he got like fucking wait, wait, he got like seven or eight nails, but that motherfucker, like Danny Glover shot that bitch to hell, dude. I get the guy in the head, you know, and, and I, I love seeing that guy's eyes spin around a little it bit. It was it was at least three for sure. Yeah, but I was like I was like, damn, it seemed like that guy kinda kinda died kinda quickly just to be shot in the chest with a couple of nails. You ever been shot in the chest with a couple of nails from a nail gun? I don't know, man. Yeah. I always like the uh <laughs> the lethal weapon like over the top kills. Like I don't know. Yeah. Those always work for me. When when he when he just when he drops the nail gun and says nailed him. Yeah, oh yeah. Nailed him both. Like, yes! Dude He's so vicious, man. Uh, <laughs> and I, I like when he leaves and he walks out and he has that moment where he goes up to the and he pauses for the camera and he lands in that close up and he goes, Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's so like, you know, he, he's, 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 you know, going to go find him now, you know. And Danny Glover um, actually gets to take out the bad guy in this one. Like yeah, it usually, does. it's uh, it's Riggs gets to take out the uh, you know the heavy or the you know or I guess in the first movie they took him out together they both shot him right but Danny Glover gets That's the the true. solo shot here yeah but Riggs fucking mm. dropped the damn that, that whole container on fucking uh, blonde that's Hitler. a Looney Tunes moment that is a hundred percent a Looney Dude, Tunes yeah moment. I know I just kept asking myself is like why is that really dangerous button just hanging there just hanging <laughs> the whole time like the man, entire that's a fight really, scene like it's just fucking there. It's a really dangerous button. <laughs> <laughs> it was a union break, dude. He had to go and lunch, okay? Man, holy shit, man. You keep that fucking cable yeah. like, tied he up. He was like, <laughs> you already lost the car. The car is gone. The drugs are gone. The money's gone. I don't fucking care. I'm peacing out. Like, it's up there. If you guys want to do anything else with it, it's fine. Whatever. The button's over there. Man. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the lighting a lot at the end when they're especially when they're fighting and they go into the silhouettes. Um, yeah, that's oh, cool. Man. That yeah. wide shot, man, while they're in the bottom of that like container area or whatever. Are you talking about the very yeah. very end, the, like the last shot of the movie? You talking about you're well, talking okay, about the, the helicopter the shot. Helicopter that's the last shot phenomenal. of the movie. It's fucking amazing. Except for when it gets to a certain point, it when starts, the credits start to go over, and then it starts, and then it starts, it starts twisting. To, it starts and twisting, like, and yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, I know for a fact that whoever shot this got their it got their ass chewed out because yeah. of whatever the fuck is happening here, but it costs so much money to get this goddamn shot. That yeah, <laughs> if somebody was chewing that guy's ass, their ass out, they needed to be like smack him in the face. Like the beginning of that shot is so fucking stable. So fuck- I was like, oh, that's no, a crane. A hundred percent. That's from a bridge. Yeah, it feels like a crane. No, no, no. It feels like a fucking crane. And I know, then but it's it like he let go of the camera. Like, he was like, oh, we're not going to use this shit. part, right? 
We're not yeah. going to use this part. He's like, how, oh, we, oh shit, we need to, we're still going. Oh shit, okay, let's go. Let's, uh, oh, no, no, everybody let's go was left. just cheering because they actually got the beginning of it. And the dude's like, yeah, yeah and he let go of the camera and it keeps fucking yeah. jerking around, you know. <laughs> maybe maybe he had a heart attack while, uh, <laughs> like, I can't believe I pulled it off. Man, I mean, like that fucking sunset and everything. Oh, it's such a great shot. Oh, but that, that whole yeah. ending, man, I, I, I like their little moment with them laughing and all that. Like it, it puts a smile on your face. You, you just went through a bunch of shit, you know, and 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 you're, you you see their relationship, you know. It, it's 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 super solid. It, it it left me with a good feeling at the end of the movie. I do miss the family again at the end, though. You know, usually at the end of the yeah. Lethal Weapon film, you get to yeah. be with the Murtaugh family and everything, and. I, I do kind of miss the family. Like once, I guess, what is it? The kidnapping or the warning that no. the South Africans do? Dude, that was yeah, the that family was crazy. disappears, and it that kind of yeah. sucks. It's it, it felt a little bit like well, like let's just write him out, and like we don't need to see him for the rest of it. Like we've already we've seen him for a minute. We've established that they're fun and they're cool. Uh, we don't need to see him anymore. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense story-wise. It's just like, it's a shame, it's a shame you, you lose that. I, I mean, it felt like it made sense story-wise until the uh, the whole toilet scene with the bomb behind the, the toilet. Like, did did that have to happen at Murtaugh's house for it to be like, oh, we're trying to kill him? Well, the like, whole point is Murtaugh's shit get, always gets fucked up. Like, that, that's the running thing. <laughs> Murtaugh's like, he, he can't, shit gets he can't, fucked up. He can't have shit. Like well, his house, his house, his gets house, destroyed in his house and all of his cars, you know, yeah. his car definitely gets fucked up. And that was, a I noticed that the boat was gone. Uh, well, well, he traded the boat for the, uh, for the two car garage and the, the project yeah. room. You do get to see the boat though on the, uh, the VHS tape that he, that's true. Yeah. That's plays true. Back. So it does make a cameo appearance at least. That is cool. He's like, Oh, I remember something about the boat. Al bravada. It was that Hitler's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that, 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 man, that always cracks me up. I don't know why. Oh, Joe, Joe Pesci's so fucking good. Okay, can, can we t- can we talk about like how ballsy this is? Like, you have something that works. Two actors that have good chemistry. You have all these supporting actors. Well, you got the captain, the psychiatrist from the first film, right? You got these people coming back. We know everything works. And to throw Joey Pesci in here, this could have blown up in like everybody got an egg all over their face. But it just works so fucking well. I guess it does take the series, though, off into a different direction. Does he return in, in later subsequent? Yeah, yeah, he's okay. in all the sequels. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Did you guys feel like the this movie's tone is, is drastically different from the first one? 100%. Like I told you, this one feels mm. like a fucking comedy. The first one feels like a... Like a, it, like a, a, a raw drama cop. I mean, like I said, it feels more like a film. I think even even the shots in this one, it's cut quicker. You know, it's it's like the more moving stuff. Like it, it's just. But do these seem, more... they seem like the same characters though? Oh, one hundred percent. They seem like the same. They do. Characters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it, just it's it's a different part. It's a different part of their relationship. Yeah. And the first one, you know, it, it's darker. You got Riggs going through all this shit and like and and fucking and Murtaugh doesn't know if he can even trust him. And and you know, like now they've actually had time to grow. You know, like fucking Riggs is part of the family now. He he, he makes chili. With crushed yeah. Oreos. Yep. Well, of course. He, he makes chili while telling <laughs> Murtaugh's wife about his dead wife. Uh, I'm going like, to get to that. Oh, I'd, so, I'd love to get I'm to that so scene. I'm so glad you I, found that fucking pen. Uh, but but I, I, I do. Uh, I like that scene and uh, for a reason. But I, I want to say that I understand the Oreos and the chili thing. Because in the South, we do a thing where we put uh, cinnamon rolls 
in Chile, and it's fucking phenomenal. Wait, hold up. We don't do that in the South. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes, we do. Which part of the South have you experienced, Jared? Because I've never heard of that. Because And and I will send you... Websites and stuff for people. I don't, need, had a, this I don't need a reps. I don't need a recipe. I don't need a website. I need to fucking experience that shit. Yeah, you should because growing up, we uh, in school we would have uh, chili suppers. Did you guys ever do that? No, man. This must be an Arkansas thing. <laughs> Anyways, and so you know, pe- people, you, you would get a, you would get a, a bowl of chili and some like saltine crackers and a giant cinnamon roll, and you can like eat the cinnamon roll into the chili, like dip it like you would crackers, what? whatever. And th- that sweet with that spicy. Is 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 one hundred percent sexy? Um, I was with you until you said cinnamon roll, and then I'm like, huh? Yeah, I was like, and then you put cheese in, and you said cinnamon roll instead of cheese, and I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> I get the saltine crackers. I, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm telling you, uh, cinnamon rolls and chili totally go together. So I understand the uh, Oreo thing, but but I, but that <laughs> I felt like that was a joke where he was like, you know, I'm not serious about making actual chili, right? I'm talking about putting fucking Oreos in my chili. And you're I'm, like, uh, you know, I'm just saying that it may be good because cinnamon rolls are excellent in chili, um, especially that little bitty the center part, you know, the little gooey. Oh man, golly! <laughs> you think you've I'm earned joking. a cinnabon for this yeah. joke, Jared? Oh no, this I know, I know you're not this joking. This is one hundred percent not a joke. Um, <laughs> But I really like the pen story, and I like that the at, at the end of it, um, he show he shows that that's something that he shared with only uh, Roger's wife and not Roger. Yeah, that was a nice moment. I like that like, smile oh, yeah, she that found she gives a pen him. In the, uh, in the laundry. Yeah, and, and like, then and she's yeah. and it cuts to her, and she's like, "Wow, that's that's cool. You know, that's something that we share. Uh, that's that's cool, man. And that that's really great character building, and and it just makes you love love her and him even more. You know." Yeah, and, and it set, and of course, and it sets up, you know, the pen. And what a, what a cool! I mean, I don't know. What, I, I love that story. You know, you have the worst day of your fucking life, and then you're just fucking laying on the floor and in fucking agony, and you look over, and there's that thing that 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 that, that little like it, it's glowing, you know. And it's like oh, I've been looking for that, and then you attach something on that. Maybe that's what was in that Pulp Fiction briefcase. It was Riggs's. Oh, pen. oh it's Riggs's pen, <laughs> dude. Well. All right, I don't know about the briefcase, but you're talking about the worst day in your life, and then you're attaching something to it. I feel like that was the early part of the callback to the chick that he's banging later, that he has a terrible day where he finds out the guy actually killed his wife instead of it being an accident, and he attached that to this woman that he has had the first time in a relationship in four years, and he attached all those emotions onto this woman, and so it totally makes sense, emotionally speaking, that he would be so distraught that this person that he finally found is now been also killed by the same guy who killed his wife. I'm just saying, it makes total that sense. Makes sense. But I also understand why w- w- the deal with the pen, though, because I think that the pen is actually the third pen from the movie Hector and the Search for Happiness, <laughs> and that's why that pen was not included. No, no, no. Pen. That's why that pen was not included in there because that pen is really not about happiness. Even though Riggs ends up finding his happiness, it couldn't have been included as the third pen in our Hector film. Uh, no, Lethal Weapon Two is in no way affiliated with Hector and the Search for Happiness. So we're not going to even start the fanfic. We're just going to we're going to kill this right now. <laughs> Oh, you're right. Riggs, Riggs was definitely searching for happiness. I mean, I love... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jared. What? 
I'm yeah. sorry, Brian. Damn it. If you didn't want to talk, you need to jump in. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> no I, I was going to say, well, speaking of searching for a penis, uh, I like their little moment where, the, where they tell each other they love each other uh, with only their eyes uh, right before they, you know, pull themselves off the crapper. Uh, yeah. Into the, yeah. Those are the that two best fucking moment. moments in the whole movie because they're genuine character moments yeah. and all this crazy yeah. zaniness. Like, I, right. I almost it's get such, choked such up a in great that. moment. Scene. Oh yeah. no! I definitely was getting choked up when when the uh, the bomb squad dude is like Riggs, you gotta leave, and he just looks at him. I was like, he's like, he's, Fuck I'm not yes. going. he's like, I'm not going. But what's crazy about that is how many motherfuckers are in that house, and there's a goddamn bomb, oh, right? Like, <laughs> no kidding. Like all like there's firefighters, there's fucking like journalist people, <laughs> just people hanging out. There's like ah, you know, as long as he stays seated, it's fine, right? But it's because it builds well, man. Like it starts on the joke of like, hey, don't tell, don't tell anybody. Don't Let's keep tell it quiet. Anyone. Cut to everybody, everybody, pandemonium. And then yeah. we build yeah. that awkward <laughs> comedy, you know, where it's just like everybody's coming in. The psychiatrist, even is the, like, the psychiatrist, oh, I can handle <laughs> anything except for a man on a toilet. She's like, she's like, look, I see his legs. Never mind, can't handle it. Peace out. I like the, I like how he smiles at her. <laughs> Wait, who smiles at who? What? Wait, when she leans her head and she's like, "I can handle anything," you know. I've been I've been working with cops through all kinds of situations. Where the fuck? And she goes in and she leans in, oh, and then he like he, he like he looks at her and he like he like pulls the jacket off of his knees and he yeah. smiles at her, and she's like, <laughs> "Never mind." Yeah. Also, his smile when 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 the uh, when he's walking into his desk and the and everybody's like covering it up and he's like, "What are y'all doing? Get off my desk!" And they they reveal the rubber plant. Oh man! With with the all the progression of him being so pissed, and then him and then he starts like, laughing, laughing at it. I love, I love it that. so much. I love that they show him laugh instead yeah. of just being mad. There, yeah. I think that's a really big character moment as well because like he builds it up, and he's so worried that everybody's going to be fucking making fun of him and all yeah. that. You know, at the beginning, and he sets that up, and then you're like, damn! So that did happen, but it's still, it's still, you know, it's still lighthearted <laughs> so because he because he he's, he just start, he's sitting there looking at that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> All those condensmen just starts it's breaking the, it's out. The rubber tree. And fucking Riggs goes. Can he's like, the rubber tree. Look, looks looks like about a week's worth. <laughs> Sarge, if you don't like it, you can exchange it. And who calls it rubbers? I mean, like, did you guys grow up calling condoms rubbers? No. Yeah, that was an eighties thing, Definitely bro. Not. Yeah, they were called rubbers. Got any rubbers? Rubbers made out of latex. And, and in the eighteen eighties, they were made out of sheep's uh, intestine. <laughs> uh, wait, no, you can still get those today, man. You know, if you got allergies, you need they to get all, the organic condoms. They're organic. Are, are, are you are you are you coming out and saying you got a latex uh, <laughs> issue? Latex allergies, uh, bro. I got three kids. I wouldn't even know. <laughs> That's right. You don't even know how condoms work. <laughs> what are those things? <laughs> oh, all right. Real quick uh, before we get into a, uh, another uh, rabbit hole, um, budget <laughs> for this film thirty million. So it's, uh, it's double the budget of Lethal Weapon One. Uh, that was only fifteen million. Wow, they did a lot of fucking fifteen million back in the day. Yeah, well, I mean, th- well, this it, movie's it's 30. actually thirty million. Well, think about that though. But fifteen million back in the day was closer to thirty million today. So yeah, but still, I mean, that's, dude, that's, that makes it even worse. What are you talking that's what about? I'm saying yeah. no, no. He's saying he's saying they did a lot with with fifteen million back in the day. But you got to like put it in the, in the perspective that they're, yeah, they're no, rocking. With no, no, million. even 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 with like inflation, like they have so many fucking helicopter shots in the first one, Dude, and then they like the tripled in for the in this second one. one. Like, like there's a helicopter, the helicopter at the beginning that comes out of nowhere. Crazy. It like comes up out of the ground. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Like they're like, oh, you're on a bridge. Did you know we had a helicopter oh, next to that? I just oh, out of nowhere. Shit. There's a helicopter. 
out of nowhere a fucking helicopter. Okay, see, so, uh, can we talk about that? Everyone can give shit to movies all about that crap. Like, even, what was it, uh, the Terminator movie with a giant robot that comes in and grabs people out of a room, right? And everyone was yeah, like... Where, where no one hears it. Yeah. But there's a fucking helicopter sitting next to the goddamn bridge where they're going to end up on, like, really? Like, guys, I want, really? When, do, when did everyone decide that that was an actual problem in cinema? Because nobody ever complains about the goddamn no. T-Rex showing up at the end no. of Jurassic Park. It's not That's a problem. I'm just, just, it's just like uh, if I'm if I'm like idly watching this and that happens, I'm like, whoa, a fucking helicopter, you know. <laughs> but if I'm if I'm analyzing it, if I'm analyzing, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck, a helicopter? What was a helicopter doing under the interstate? Like it was like it was like was it just parked <laughs> right, down right, there? Exactly. And they're like, holy shit, there's a shootout going on up at one. It's like, let me get up there real quick. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I feel like like <laughs> I had to go below the uh, the city radar. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it can get into that part of the city. That's right, dude. Right, undetected. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like stopping at stoplights and shit, going down real low down the roads. <laughs> it was on the back of a truck, and it just decided to finally take off. Okay, this was actually a prequel for the Hunt for Red October. <laughs> <laughs> and the helicopters with giant spotlights, you know, going to and with just they're just fucking just like, randomly you know, showing up, just waylaying fucking rigs. Man, uh, estate. dude, but that is a great shot when Mel Gibson gets on top of his fucking trailer with that fucking oh submachine and there's gun. somebody down oh. there. There's somebody down there with a Leco, and they're spotted in on him, and they're just shaking it back and forth. Yeah, and like, and like yeah, the bro. first time I watched it, I didn't notice it, but if you go watch that scene again, there's just a somebody just off frame with a little spotlight, and they're just yep. like shaking it on him, and it, it looks so fucking cool. It does look badass, dude. <laughs> it's, it sells so yeah. fucking well, man. I like his little dog door and them like diving through yeah. that little dog. When they door like throw the underneath. shoe at it, and then it's like, oh yeah, they're gonna dive through that later. Hell's yeah. It's so tiny. I, I wouldn't be able to escape that place. I'd just die. Oh, I thought it was like, like oh, they're going to figure out how to have sex in that dog hole. <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, he's like, oh, we haven't fucked down here. <laughs> oh, that's the eighth or ninth inning. He looks at her and he's like, I want to fuck you somewhere tight and dirty. <laughs> oh, my she's God. She's like, down she's there like, she's like, she's like, I thought. She's like, I thought we've already been here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brian's mom. Um, <laughs> Apology not accepted. <laughs> oh, all right. So on the thirty million dollar budget, the movie made <laughs> two hundred and twenty-seven million worldwide. It's the Holy third shit, highest grossing of movie of the year. That's Oof. why they were fighting in all that money. <laughs> no kidding. They're like, see all this? You're gonna give it to us when we're done. Hair flip. <laughs> Oh my gosh! And uh, I guess I guess the other little trivia note: uh, this is Joel Silver, the producer, very famed producer. Yeah. The guy did um, what else did he do? He did the Predator movies, Forty Eight Hours, uh, the Matrix films, but did a bunch of the shit. The Matrix, right? This is his first movie that he ever made that ma- made a hundred million dollars in the United States of America. Oh wow! Hmm. Good for him. Yeah, it kind of blew my mind. Like you thought, I would have thought like Predator. I think it did that worldwide, but or like even fucking Commando, like didn't do it. No. No, apparently you don't make money when you go commando. <laughs> well, that's not. But you been do sleep my a lot experience. better. At least I um, haven't ever. Do you think that the Grand Theft Auto franchise had to pay Lethal Weapon money uh, for that really awesome scene where you pull down a house on stilts with the with the truck? <laughs> no, dude, that franchise <laughs> is like cannibalized like movies left and right. Like, was it? Uh, uh, what was the one that does Scarface? Vice Vice City? Was it Vice City? Yeah, and it's like the whole end of that one, one game of the, yeah, is like it's, Scarface. It's pretty much, this, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, 
I had forgotten about that scene in Lethal Weapon 2 where he pulls the fucking uh, the mansion down with the with the car. Uh, but uh, what's your signal? You'll know. You'll, you'll know. <laughs> what, how fucking awesome is that? That was super cool fucking scene. Um, but if you want to experience that scene yourself, just go play Grand Theft Auto Thought. Man, just the the fact that they cut like three times to the truck like jerking back up on its legs. That's a big ass truck, man. Like whatever the hell they tied it to, that worked for me. There are a bunch of those. What is it? G GMC. They had a bunch of fucking ads back in the day for this fucking movie and those GMC trucks. Pull the house down. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Is that guy a hammy? <laughs> I do love when the house like actually goes starts going down the hill and you see it like the the driveway. Yeah, right. It breaks and you can see the yeah. concrete. And then there's this car, like Titanic, that just like oh, it's just like and oh, it goes yeah, right that, down. That's gone. <laughs> it's almost as exciting as when the Titanic breaks in half. Yeah. What? You think so? Really? I'm just, just making a joke. Wait, yeah. do, you, do you really think that? Oh, come on, Jared. Come on, Jared. This happened in like a second. The Titanic was like hours of breaking. So do you think that whole house thing was like just a model that they did? I, it totally felt like it was a model. No, it looks like a real fucking house that's coming down because that car really looks that, even that wide like, like size. For some reason, maybe it's just the compression of the long lens or something. But like there was, there's like a where they're. Like an over the shoulder, where, or you know, a dirty shot where you're seeing it in the right side of the frame. No, yeah, yeah. They cut to that that wide angle shot from the side of it, and you see the whole thing fucking like, going yeah, yeah, down in front of him, collapses. and he's like, "Yes, yeah." Love, that shit looks real, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they shot that in the back of uh, uh, what was it Warner's lot? That's amazing. Yeah. So they they set up a whole like house set that they then pulled down. Well, the house that they they shot at, um, that's an actual real house by some famous architect. I guess out in the hills uh, in L.A. somewhere. And then they rebuilt that house, the exteriors, just for the pull-down sequence. Holy shit, that's so cool. That's amazing because it's massive. Yeah, it is. That's what I'm saying, man. Like You're saying like like, – so on the first one, if they if they had a fifteen million dollar budget, right, and let's yeah. say that's thirty million dollars today, like if you had a thirty million dollar budget for this one, even even if you doubled that budget, right, let's say let's say it was seven seventy million, there's no way you could make this film today for seventy million dollars. There's so much that's going on in this movie. There's so yeah. many little scenes and like all the yeah. shit. I mean, there there it's it is fucking jam packed. It is a it. It is it's a solid two hours, and it does not feel like it to me. It, this has been, it's 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 paced really well, and, and it, every little bit of it is enjoyable. They 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 got a lot for their fucking money in this one. I think um, I just think accounting and finances were people didn't get, also didn't get paid so much. Like stars were not paid as much like as they three are. Three and four million dollars for a single role for like forty five minutes of the movie, kind of stupidness. Yeah, or like fucking you know. 20 million 30 million dollars for a fucking role and it's just like well that's how our budget got up to fucking you know i, I mean you watch those avengers movies and you're like oh well how did the budget get up to 350 million dollars well you look at the cast yeah i mean you're spending like 150 million dollars just on fucking actors yeah something that's not even like that's not even production value what do you mean it's it's it, it actors make the movies brian I'm just gonna. We're just gonna. He like he like kicks me from the from the session. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, moving on. Okay, make the movies. That's an internet thing on 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 the the filmmaker forums. That's the joke. Is that actors make the movies? They do. They do. Oh, they do. They do. 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I like to see every single actor uh, at some point in their career get a surfboard to the head. And they're like, no! <laughs> Best kill of the entire film, man. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That dude's scream before that gets me every time. He's like, he's like no, 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> he feels it coming. It's just the, the stunt guys like coming up with how everything works out and how it's all cut together. Like, oh, yeah. it's so fucking beautiful, man. We got a guy down in the morgue with a surfboard where his head should be. <laughs> <sighs> I love all this stuff with the with the with the police uh, captain or whatever. Like you know, it, it's all stereotypes. He's like, he's like, you know, much we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to pay. You know, I don't yeah, give oh, but, a fuck. Oh, I love, what does that I love. Say? Oh, says I love says how many. He doesn't give a fuck. I love how many like really earnest and well delivered. I don't give a fuck. Shut the fuck up. Like yep. all that shit when, yep. they're, when they're fucking yelling at fucking Every like, Joe Pesci. They're like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they usually leave me in the car. No, I, like wait, I don't like waiting in the car. <laughs> Why aren't you they in the car? Usually leave you in the car. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I also like the the all those the police captain scenes. As long as they're walking around the precinct, there's a lot of those that are just done in wonders, man. Where they're yeah, just, no, you're totally right. They're just yeah. following him around, and it's just nice framing. You can see everybody in the frame. Like, oh, it's just it. it everything is is breathing, and even like Dude. when they're uh, they're doing the coverage, even when they're sitting down, like uh, Danny Glover and um, uh, Mel Gibson, they don't have single close ups. No, no, they're played. In, they're played in twos. Yep, just a two shot, man. It's just it's yeah. so nice seeing both. But they of do them. tighten up though. They, they, they do multiple, like, so I was noticing that, like, especially, like, there, there's a scene where, like, um, the commissioner's, uh, the, the captain guy's sitting at a desk, and he's in a center, uh, kind of medium shop, and it's on, it's on a wide-angle lens, because you see people coming in and out on, on his, like, uh, on frame right. Oh, yeah, handing yeah. him stuff, and then it cuts back, and you've got this really great frame where it's kind of wide, where you can see, uh, you know, Riggs and Murtaugh, and then, then there's extra frame on the left for people coming in and out, and then they actually pump into a medium of that, and they have a close-up of that. Which is weird. It, it, it's it's like it's like oddly. Fr- it's like you know, uh, you, you're seeing more of uh, Mel Gibson in the frame than you are of Danny Glover. And Danny Glover is more of like a head that's floating there in some of that. But it just works. I don't know. It, it, it feels. I, I love their coverage. It feels really good. Yeah, I mean, I cannot believe that this is a multicam shoot too. That just blows my fucking really? mind. Is that is that how they were doing that? Okay. Yeah, that's how they were able to get hmm. these guys to constantly yeah. improv and everything. But yeah, yeah Donner okay. is all, Donner always has two to sometimes three cameras. Uh, uh, okay, because the continuity of the shots feels right to me. So that 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 explains a lot that they're running multiple cameras. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. I don't know why. I guess it's a. TV thing that Donner picked up. I don't really. I mean, outside of just keeping continuity, I, mean, I don't know why. The dude's been two fucking decades in TV. It seems like he should have picked up something. <laughs> He's like Tezianez told me to use three cameras, <laughs> but we can only afford two. I love the the split diopter shots in this movie, man. Oh, they're amazing, dude. Leo's goodbye, dude. When he comes up to the truck, and him and uh, Danny Glover, who is sitting inside the truck. They're on one plane, and then there's a split diopter between Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, who's on the far fucking right, and he's yeah. on the diopter side. And, man, everything in the background is out of focus, and all your actors are in focus, and it doesn't even look like a split diopter shot. It just looks beautiful. Yeah. It's like, God 
damn, fuck you, Richard Donner, but, you're so good. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he has really like uh, immaculate ones like that that, like you say, are, are like you know they they just feel it just feels right. You know, there's nothing that feels weird about it. But sometimes a split diopter shot will feel like it's either like composited or it, yeah. it'll, it'll stand out. You know, and there's there's one of those where they do that where they're like looking at something in the foreground and then you're seeing the dead body laying on the plastic inside the the boss's lair what's what was what was that what were they looking at in that shot brian it was a, it was it was a close-up that they were using man i can't you remember what I'm talking about it, it, it's that they were i hate that but anyways there there's there's really great split diopters used in 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 that scene you know kind of how like you know i hate that i can't remember what that is anyway yeah i'm sorry yes, i was trying to look that. through my notes to see if i could find it yeah, I just wrote. I, I figured that I would remember it. I, I wrote split diopter shot, plastic on floor. Like you should. <laughs> that's what that's supposed to help you, help you remember the other side of the fucking shot. Jim. Oh, I know, I know what it was. It was, uh, <laughs> it, it was the villains, man. It was, it was the when they come inside. Uh, when the guy's standing on the plastic, uh, the guy that plays uh, Drake from Aliens, he's sitting there. He's standing on the plastic, and then it goes to this two shot. With both of the villains, uh, the old guys in the foreground and Adolf's yeah. uh, standing up in the background, and it's this nice split diopter. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like low angle. On the, that's that's where it is. That that, that that is a good one. Yeah, you get both of your really heavies, nice ones. like just yeah. right there, and you can see both of their faces, and, and they look at each other, and oh my god, it's it's good too because you're you're putting them on the same plane, and you're foreshadowing that, something's going to happen there. But there was a weird angle on on the guy in the background, like he's his, his the way he's kind of entering into the frame on that one is kind of weird. It, it's 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 really cool framing. They're not both just sitting sitting straight up in the frame as far as like parallel. The, uh, the guy in the back's kind of like cocked at a little bit of an angle. Yeah, 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 it, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, the it's, other dude's sitting down. Yeah, it, it's 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 super cool looking. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I super like. Uh, who, who was the guy that shot this? Was it Goldblatt? Yeah, yeah, because he shot the first one. I wonder why he didn't shoot the third one because the third one was shot by uh, Jan DeBont from Die Hard really? fame. Yeah, I don't know why they switched up cinematographers, man. <gasps> ah, he was doing some Die Hard looking flares on this one. A lot. But oh yeah, dude, he was. they were man. so yeah, subtle, totally. bro. So yeah, it was much. perfect. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I, I just like I wanted to like when I started watching that, I was like, I just want to give every fucking filmmaker a copy of Lethal Weapon Two and be like, <laughs> this is what anamorphic lens flares look like. This is how they yeah. Act, yeah. you know act in a natural environment. This is what they should be. Yeah, no doubt. We should not have 50 of them in a frame. There should be one. You actually, <laughs> you saw the circle flares way more, way more than, so the blue, many, than the blue lines. So many nice circle flares, too. Yeah, and the, but the fucking uh, the blue lines only show up every now and then, and they're really nice. Very um, subtle. Yeah, everything, everything was really pretty. And I also want to applaud HBO Max for having this uh, out there. Man, um, it's so fucking clean on HBO. Yeah, dude. it looks so good, and I, they it's have the entire so series. Clean. And I, I'm going to yeah. be digesting the entire series this week because uh, this movie made me really want to watch them all again. Yeah, I, I picked up the um, the DVDs from Black Lodge, and then I just happened to see it on HBO, and I was like, "Well, this is in HD, so I'll watch them both on HBO." Man, it looks so fucking good. You, you watched the first one. You you prepared. I watched the first one for the first time um, last week. Oh, and then wow. I listened to your guys' uh, podcast from 2018 today just to make sure that do? I had felt it. Um, well, it was just the, it was just the two of you. It was it was oh, was Jared it really, and Brian? Yeah. So I was I was anticipating a third voice, but it was just the two of you. So today, having just the three of us feels like a progression. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of weird that that was just yeah. a, a duo. That was, that's yeah. those are very rare. Yeah, I think that's when uh, Benson was on his way out. Hmm. 
Interesting. I want to go back and listen to that one. How'd we do? That's that's interesting. I bet it was like it, it was it was it was pretty good. It was a very similar kind of vibe as as what we've got going tonight. So oh, lots of tangents. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to also say that um, uh, Murtaugh is a hell of a shot because with that fucking wheel gun at the end. Yeah, when, when dudes like he's, he's forever like, far away too. Like, he's like not close. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> he's like, been revoked. I don't understand when he stands up and he pulls the gun up and he's like, "Put the gun down!" What the fuck? These motherfuckers have been popping at you constantly. You've murdered countless of motherfuckers up to this point. Just fucking shoot the guy. Like, <laughs> don't try yeah. to like get him to stop and put the. I, I, but I appreciate the beat. But just in the moment, I'm just like, no, no, no. Just fucking shoot him. Just fucking shoot yeah. him. Wait, did he say <laughs> put the That's... gun down? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, as soon as he, as he turns up, he, he like because it's just it's you don't see him up there yet. It's just on uh, Danny Glover's face, and he goes, put the gun down. And then and then it cuts up, and the guy's like standing there, and then he he puts up the thing, and he's like diplomatic immunity, and it cuts back. To Danny Glover, and then it fucking pull, rack focuses down to the end of the fucking the gun. F- oh man, Blam! on that long lens yes. shot. Yeah, you're Dude, like that fucking he's rack about focus to shoot him. Perfect. Did you know he was about to shoot him? We're rack focusing. He's yeah, about oh, to fucking we're building shoot him. it up too. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great ending, though. I, I like. I like. That oh, one. dude, it's so it solid. It it's is. so solid. And that shot when he turns around and fucking Riggs is laying there, and that it's it's got that backlit kind of like it looks like we're on a stage. Yeah, I thought it was on a stage until that fucking helicopter shot. <laughs> I was it, like, it, oh no, it it's feels, real. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It it it, it, just, it feels very theatrical, and and like he has this moment where he he walks over and he's like he he, he can't believe Riggs, it. He's like he's dead. fucking he's fucking dead. You know, he he takes a beat. He doesn't run over to him. Yeah, I, I love every. Well, bit of it, that. yeah, he sells the fact that he's like, oh fuck, he's dead. But apparently, he was actually like the original idea was to have him die. Well, they shot it two. They shot. They shot it two. They shot it two ways. ways. Yeah. They, yeah. But what I'm mm. saying is, in that moment when Danny Glover was acting that scene, he's dead on the helicopter. Yeah, okay. shot. Legit. I see. No, I'm talking about when he's walking over no, to no, him no. before no, he goes. He's not dead there. You don't think no, so? No, they always had a they always had a conversation. Uh, when he goes up to him, Th- that was always scripted. Oh. Uh, it, it was just changed. So, One was like more like, "Oh, like I did this for you, uh, blah blah." I'm dead. And in this one, they got like a little shit like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna die in my arms until I tell you to die. You're not dead. <laughs> you're not dead till I say you're dead, motherfucker. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I did write down that uh, Riggs is very uh, cheap cheap because he didn't want to buy the lady dinner no you're trying to put carrots in your basket we don't need to pay for no that. i get that Come because because he's like he, he's trying to he's trying to have sex with her so i get it he's trying to get her back to the house but when he goes uh so she's sitting out on on the porch and enjoying the amazing view and he goes inside they're playing a little music and he goes over to his tiny little fridge and he's like fuck and he leans out and he says hey i don't have any wine but how about a beer? And she's like, yeah, that sounds great. And he, he grabs out one, one fucking beer. beer. <laughs> he brings out one beer. Did you see and then he how takes tall that, his glasses were? No, I'm just saying he take he takes out, you know, he takes out that one beer. Well, he, you know, if you if you got her a beer and you a beer, you don't have to grab the glasses. Right, right. But, but here's a beer is, for you, here's a beer for me. No, so he, he goes brings out, out one beer and, and two he peers small her, glasses. He pills he he pours her a half a beer and him a half a beer and he hands it to her and then he sits down and then she and then he has the gall to look at her, even though she's got this look on her face, and he's like, 
what's wrong? Did you get like a dirty glass or something? And what she should have said is like, no, motherfucker, you, you gave me a half a beer. Like, <laughs> I don't care about your wedding ring. Like, you know, you give me like, a half a ask, fucking beer. You, you don't, you you don't have wine, wine when you said that you were going to have wine. <laughs> and then when you say, "Would you like a beer?" Like you, you give me a half a beer. Like, bro, I understand that you're poor and you're a cop and shit. But like, what the fuck, you know, Jared? If you play your cards right, <laughs> there may be another beer in the fridge. <laughs> uh, are, are you telling? <laughs> you just sending me really weird signals keep it, here. Keep it no. going, right? There might be more beer in your future. <laughs> oh, oh, you're saying we got to work up to the We got to work up to actually getting a full. Yeah, beer. That's right. We're at a half. You got to earn. Stage. You got to earn it. <laughs> He's like, I got to know that I'm going to be. This could yeah. be a ten minute thing. I just don't, don't know how long you're going to hang around. Yeah, like you know, like oh, I see you finished your beer. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed your beer. It's been fun. Amazing. You got to keep your options open. <laughs> the beer did look good, though. Lots of lots of head. Oh, I'm sure there was lots of head. I know that's what I'm saying. That was the precursor. I do like. Uh, I got a real big kick out uh, when uh, Danny Glover sees drug money. The first thing that pops into his head is Donald Trump Lotto. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then I also but laughed then, at that for sure. But then he goes straight to I could put my kids through college with this. Donald Trump University. Oh shit! Ah, damn it! It's already closed. I do like when when he's when he's talking about. So his family, his family gets uh, you know attacked in the middle of the night, and they you know get taped up and as a warning or whatever. And then so the next day they're they're walking into the police station, and Riggs is like, "What man? You didn't you didn't you didn't see their faces?" He's like, "No man, they had masks." And he's like, "Well, what, what about their voices? What do they sound like?" And he's like, "I don't know, man. They had this." Like I, they had, I couldn't like place the accent. It's kind of guttural sounding. It, it was like a shitty accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, on that, are we at ratings? <laughs> <laughs> Have we reached the point? No, I, just, I actually my very last note is uh, I just can't believe these cops just murdered all these people and they're just laying here laughing. Um. <laughs> this does have the uh, the highest body count of any of the Lethal Weapon movies, so. Mm. Oh, really? Hey, man. Well, you well know. I mean, in their defense, all of their buddy cops also were murdered. And technically, they're not cops right then because yeah, they they were the like, just "Fuck down. this! I'm I'm <laughs> going in as a, as a person, not as a cop." That's right. So even yeah. if I'm going to use my cop money so, wait, and cop uh, cars uh, and <laughs> cop guns, so if you murder a cop at their house, it's not you're not murdering a cop. They're just like, "Oh, it's a person." <laughs> no, 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 no. They have to. They ha- no. A cop is always a cop. Okay, unless they take their badge off or they make the decision that at this moment I'm not a cop. Yeah, that that works super well it's, it's until like, like something like when, happens to them and they're like, "Well, I'm still a cop, so fuck you." It's kind of like when you it's kind of like when you're buying weed and you're like, "Are you a cop?" And they're like, "Well, not right now." <laughs> <laughs> don't shit where you eat. I don't know if I like that response. Uh, let's go for take two. <laughs> I was looking more of a definitive yes, no kind of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good in-between, maybe kind of moment. All right, come on. Ratings, who's going first? I've gone first on the last two, so not it. I've been so impressed with you, bro. Like, I'm, yeah, wow. Way to just take the reins and run with it. Do it, Jared. Well, this movie is extremely fun. It's like a roller coaster. It's like hanging out with old friends. Uh, I This movie makes me want to watch all of the other movies. And I think that the next one is when we get with Jet Li, right? No, uh, that's the fourth one. Oh, really? Yeah, Renee Russo. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. That's her introduction to the series. 
Mm. Who's the bad guy in that one? Oh, I don't know. The guy with the mustache is like selling like armor piercing bullets or some shit like that. Okay, okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. That's actually my least favorite of the entire series. Yeah, it's making me. I was like, damn, just I want to skip it. I, I'm not going to skip it, but. Um... It's, it's not bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it's still funny and entertaining. It's just not as good as the other three movies. But anyways, no, man, uh, like I, I really enjoyed these movies. These, these movies were movies that I watched like growing up a lot. And um, like I said, it, it's, it's nice. It just it just feels it, it's kind of warm and cozy. You know, it was like hanging out with old friends again. Uh, I'm I'm going to give it a 10 and it's it's, it's 100 uh, percent like, you know, a nostalgia thing for me. But also uh, like, I, I see like how many how many uh, films have ripped this off or like this this like you know this is this is one of these films that like yeah. I, I don't know like brian may know more than me there may be a film that came out before this that that had this feel as far as buddy cop but this one i definitely feel is kind of like you know set the tone for how these films would be from from there out and it's 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 kind of the go-to it's the quintessential buddy cop film i mean i, I like i said i i when i think of I would say that if you came up to me and you're like, hey, man, what's your favorite Lethal Weapon movie? I'd probably say, you know, oh, man, obviously Lethal Weapon. But for some reason, when I think of Lethal Weapon, a lot of things in this film pop up in my head more than others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I never actually saw any of these movies like in their entirety until last week when I watched the first one and then yesterday when I watched the second one. But I've definitely seen so many of the pieces like – from random hotel rooms where HBO is happening or like <laughs> commercials and, you know, friends talking about it forever. Um, so there's there's an interesting level of nostalgia for having been like lethal weapon Jason, but never actually having experienced it as a whole thing. Man, these these movies, like you said, like they're so freaking classic that that they feel almost cliche because so many other films have have referenced it and tried to recreate the same level of stuff and. I don't know if it's just the the Riggs and Murtaugh, like, their dynamic, or if it's all Dick Donner and his just innate ability to, to take the buddy cop formula and make something so fun and, and like, relatable and emotional and just... Man, this, this movie is just an action comedy goldmine, and I, I, I thought it was just super, super well done. All the action scenes have me totally invested. All the, the attempts at drama... For the most part, land some of them is a little bit heavy-handed, but the the humor works really well. All the one-liners, like if I, if I'm not laughing at it because it's a good joke, I'm laughing at it because it's hilariously bad. But one way or another, I'm still fucking laughing at it. Even even the are you gonna kill the the bad guy at the end? Your your stuff is revoked. Like I just busted out laughing when he said that because it was just diplomatic so... community. <laughs> It's it's so like cliched, hilariously like bad, but also perfect for the moment that I I can't I can't even dock points for it because it just it's so it's so cliched perfect. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give this a ten, man. It's super fucking fun. As you should, Griggs. I got a question before Brian goes. Um, is this the movie that made Mel Gibson? They made him a like, huge box office like, star, like like, like like solidified him into what he became. Is this the one? Yeah, uh, yeah, because like a lot of people say it's Lethal Weapon, but actually, if you go back and look at his filmography, Lethal Weapon was a huge hit. I think it was his biggest hit in the United States up at that point. But then right after that, he did Tequila Sunrise, which had a I haven't seen it. Had a, had a great director, had a great cast. Uh, it's got. Um, it's Mel Gibson and um, Kurt Russell 
Oh, holy Kurt shit. Russell. Wait, wait. I may, I may have yeah, seen Kurt this. Russell's the DA agent and Mel Gibson's a drug dealer. Yes. Michelle Pfeiffer's like the love interest between them. Raul Julia. Have we done this movie no, yet? No, we haven't. Oh, no, okay, we just cool. talked about it because uh, Brad Pitt watched it during his uh, vampire days. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But <laughs> anyways, it sounds amazing. I love Kurt Russell. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Sounds but amazing. it was a box office bomb. And it was like, oh, maybe Mel Gibson's not so hot. And then the minute this movie came out and it was number three in the box office after Batman and Indiana Jones 3. What an amazing shit, year. Man. Holy shit. Ooh, what a great year. It's just like, I mean, th- this just made him. I mean, you have to realize, too, like, so th- this movie made $147 million in the United States, and, like, this was also a year that uh, License to Kill, an actual James Bond movie, came out, and it barely made $30 million. No way. Who, who was the Bond? Timothy Dalton, yeah. It was okay, his second yeah. one. All right, well. Well, to be fair, it's Timothy Dalton. But <laughs> shut your mouth, bro. License to kill is great. I, I, I will not tolerate that. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I wanted to see that in theaters, but I couldn't because it had fucking goddamn cocaine in it. What? Your mom was like, <laughs> Brian, you can watch all these horror films, but we're not having cocaine in this house. Well, I wasn't actually watching. I, I wasn't nine years old exactly. You know, in in eighty nine. So no, I couldn't watch. I, there was a lot of horror films I hadn't seen yet. I was watching like Universal monster movies, and I actually at this point in my life I was watching Hammer horror films and like Night of the Living Dead. That's that's where I was. You're so punk rock, bro. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like fucking watching Barney and shit, and fucking you know, <laughs> and like watching Power Rangers and you oh, know, no, dude. I mean, you say it's Disney punk films, rap, but... and you're like, and you're like fucking Hammer films, bro. Like no, I remember like inviting like was it, it was like a. Yeah, it was kindergarten. Yeah, I remember inviting, inviting some kids over for a birthday party. I, mean, I wanted to sit down and watch like Bella Lugosi's Dracula, and I remember like about maybe ten minutes into that movie, everybody was bored of their tears and just running around my party going crazy. And I was like, "You guys are fucking up Dracula, man! <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to see this movie. This is really cool right here. That's amazing." But yeah, this movie's a ten. Great blocking, great directing. I think this is the first film I ever watched with the sound off. And one of the reasons Stuart Barrett's kind of like my mm. hero in, in mm. terms of editing oh, dude. is like this is how I learned pace and rhythm in terms of like cutting and like just when you watch a conversation in this movie with the sound off, watch where he's cutting and how he's cutting and he will go from a, a, a tight two shot to a, a tighter two, or, I mean a, a wider two or a, a three shot where another character is added and it's just done on a, on a character's head turn. And they're quick sometimes. Yeah, they're so fast. Like some, sometimes it's yeah. not even a turn. Sometimes a character's turning and it's just cut, and the the character's head is just is just in that position, and it's good enough. I noticed that. I noticed that it was. We- I was like, wow. I was I was very surprised by the editing in some of these scenes. Man, dude's a badass man. I mean, like he and he went on to the cut Skyfall. So like, I mean, <laughs> here Amazing. he is, which is yeah, which is phenomenal. Yep. Competing yep. with a Bond movie this summer, and it's like I, he just. He made action cinema really what it is today, just just in terms of editing. Like now, granted, he's got some great cinematography. He's got some great shots. He's got some awesome blocking that that Donner's given him. But Donner's given him that footage to cut together. Yeah, no doubt. It's just and it's the energy and everything just works so well. well. Is he? He's probably involved on the front end, anyways, as far as like helping them how they're going to cut. Yeah, it. on this one, he was. Yeah, yeah. So you know, 
they're setting up for these this shit that they're they're doing. Especially the, I mean, I I, I love how the uh, the car stuff, like how the conversations in the car go, and then the, how they, they the coverage that they get, and with especially with 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 as much like chaotic shit. Like just think about the scene where they're going up the ramp, and then he's like he's like it's it's not gonna fit, and he's like it's totally gonna fit. But they they have <laughs> angles they have angles of them like you know uh, it, before that, and then during the middle of the grind that they're doing, and then the close ups in there, and they have all this really clean coverage. That's lit, and and it's 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 insanity, uh, the the amount of, of footage they got, and how good it all looks. Man, and all those uh, rear projection fucking car shots, dude. All those plates, they look so <laughs> oh, like, fucking like at the good. very beginning, yeah, they dude. In the tunnel, yeah, for it looks, sure, it's man. fucking awesome. I love that look. I don't. Oh, it's just so it's perfect. Wouldn't change a frame of that. Anybody got anything else? No, man. All right, I'm pulling the trigger. I think we killed it. So with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us? You can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. And Jared, where can the audience follow you? If you'd like to reach out to award-winning filmmaker Jared Callen, you can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate and on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. I am so sorry, Mr. Callen. I, I meant award-winning filmmaker. It's okay. I understand. <laughs> I understand. It's, it's, a new, it's a new thing, and I know you don't normally see me as award-winning filmmaker Jared Callen, but from now on, I would appreciate it if you would use my proper title. All right. Okay. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not going yeah. yeah. to make the same mistake twice. So award-winning filmmaker Mike Griggs, where can the audience follow you? God, it's a mouthful. <laughs> Thanks, I get that a lot. Uh, <laughs> set it up, knock it down. I am of. <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G R I G G S Y Media. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits, and uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with track number. What are we going to do? We're going to do track number ten from the Lethal Weapon Two soundtrack titled. The Shipyard slash Knocking on Heaven's Door. This is composed knock, knock, by Michael Kamen, <laughs> Eric Clapton, and David Sunborn. Enjoy.
Why is that funny, Brian? Award-winning filmmakers over here doing work, Brian. <laughs> oh, trying sorry. To be a fucking, oh, I'm sorry. Trying to be a fucking professional. God, this I'm never going to hear the how you. I don't have to deal <laughs> with this shit, Brian. <laughs> Jared's like, I'm in a different class of podcasting because Look, I'm award-winning I'm, filmmaker. I'm stacking. I'm fucking stacking hardware over here on my shelf. I'm scared that it's going to fall down, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to start rebuilding my shelves, Brian. There's so much on it. Yeah. So much there. Yeah. I see why people put things in their bathrooms, sir, because they run out of room. <laughs> I start like over enunciating everything. <laughs> uh, anyways, <clears throat> that soap dispenser was made from one of my trophies. <laughs> Toledo Film Festival. Fuck you, right? You're washing your face. <laughs> I thought I was going to put mints in there, but it's not even worth mints. <laughs> So we put that in the guest bathroom. <laughs> uh. No, that guest bathroom's on the main hall. Stop! Where do you think we let the Toledo fucking filmmakers go? Mm. To the guest bathroom. That's right. 